Kumlen and Ablak Gemara, we are up to the Navches Amad Aleph, the two dots, four lines on top of the page. We're going through our Mishnah, the four Rosh Hashanim. So we discussed Nissan, we discussed Echad Ba'el. Now we have the view of Rabbi Lazar Shimon that the first day of Tishrei is not only Shmit and Yevos, but also Maise Behem. So we have an argument that made up and, and up Shimon as to Maise Behem is a Shredish El or Maise Behem is a Shredish Tishrei. What's going on here? Why are they arguing? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Lazar Shimon, Bechad Betishrei. Omer Abiyah Mechad says, Shnei Mikardoshu, they both dash in the same posseg, which is actually in today's Chitas and Tehillim. Today's Yem Tehillim. Shnei it says in the posseg, Love shu chorim hatsoin that the tsoin they basically became fell pregnant but amokim and the and the fields out the yard for bar are filled with food for animals fodder those <coughs> the seeds are starting to grow you say ow they make noise after shiru they are singing so there are three phase, phrases in this passage first is there's the active falling pregnant. Then there is a time when the fields are starting to, 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 to blossom, and then they make noise and they're singing. So this is the argument. Where, which period do we say that it's, we know the gestation period is five months, but which period did they fall pregnant? holds Amos, this is how you read the passage. Amos, I love Shukarim outside. When do they fall pregnant? When the seeds begin sprouting. When do the fields start producing this fodder? In the month of other. So this Abra's Ba'ada, they fall pregnant in the month of Adar, and five months later, the Yolda's Ba'ada, they give birth in the month of Av. <coughs> so therefore, the new year for giving Maiset is the month, is the Shreda Shal. And the Rosh Hashanah El is El. Rabbi Lozov, Rabbi Shimon, they learned the Pasuk a little bit differently. Amosai love Shukarim Atzayin, when do the Tzayin fall pregnant? Go jump to the end of the Pasuk, Bizman she Yisrael Au Af Yashiru. When they are all happy and they're singing. And Amosai, when is that? Shibolus Aimim Shira. When do the stalks sing? In other words, when are they much more ripe? In the month Benison, in the month of Nissan. So therefore, it's the time when the stalks they sing and they bang against each other, and make noise. That's when it, 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 the sheep fall pregnant, which is the month of Nissan. So Miss Abra's Benison, and therefore five months later, the Yodas Bell. So when is Ashana Shalant Tishri? Says the Gemara, so Lameya, what does he do with the last part of the Pasuk about making noise? And so, talking about the, the late bloomers, those are the stalks that, that, that grow later, they're the ones who are singing and then listen. But we're talking, the main month is other. And according to it says, when the fields begin filling, and that's the month of other. That's talking about the early ones, the early birds. They start sprouting in other, but really the main is Nisan. Says the Gemara. Okay, so that's their argument. So the Gemara, we're not happy because Ameye reads the Pasik exactly the way it's written. So Ameye makes far more sense. He reads the Pasik the way it's written. When do they fall pregnant? When the fields begin to fill with food. The economy, also there's a group of, um, of stalks that grow a bit later. Okay, in this, but the majority are not other. So the animals get for, um, for praying in the month of other, five months later is of, El is Rosh Hashanah for animal. Makes sense. According to them, they jump from the beginning of the Pasuk to the end and they go to the middle. That's not how you read the Pasuk. The Torah should have written, the Tilim should have written as follows. Should have said, When the stalks are all making noise with the band against each other and the singing, and the economy, you should know also there are some early bloomers that mock me out for bar that fall pregnant a bit earlier. 
But the Pusik doesn't read that way. The Pusik should have read. If, if they're right, the Pusik should have been written, rewritten. El Amar says, Rabbi, you're right. I'll tell you what the crux of their argument is. Kuliyama, everyone agrees. Love Everyone agrees that animals fall pregnant when the fields begin to fill with fodder, which is other. Other. Over here, a high crook of Mifkid, I'm something totally different. This is regarding the laws of mice, nothing to do about pregnancy. The Pusik says, Aser to Aser, you should give mice, that's called Tfua Zaracha, all the Tfua of your field. It says it says twice. It says Aser to Aser, of all your, so we're talking about grains, but what's a, what's a double mice? So obviously the second mice is not talking about grains. What's the second mice? Bishnei Ma'aser, because we're talking about two different mice. Echad Maise, Behemoth, Echad Maise, Dogon. We're talking not only about Grains also talking about animal, and the and therefore we, the traders tell you equate the two. How exactly do we equate them? And that's the machlekes. So the laws of ma'isa behemoth to grains. Ma ma'isa dogon samuch legamari yisurai. Just like ma'isa dogon, when is Rosh Hashanah for them? Which is Rosh Hashanah, which is Tishrei, and um, Tishrei is the time when it's, it's right because you leave them out in the fields all the grain to dry, and then you bring them into the house in Tishrei. So therefore. Right when it's ready, that's when you make the Rosh Hashanah. So, my Sabahima, my Sabahima, we just said before, when did they give birth in the month of Allah? So, therefore, some of Legamra is sort of the time, the right time to give it my is El, that's right next to it. But Abla Shimon Sabah. No, they say makish maise behemel maise dogan. They also agree that you equate the two, but ma maise dogan. Rosh Hashanah for just take it literally. When Rosh Hashanah for maise dogan tishrei, have maise behemel Rosh Hashanah for tishrei as well. So that's the argument. How far do we take, or how do we compare maise behemel to maise dogan? Says Igmar, be'ech betishrei Rosh Hashanah lemai hilchus. You're telling me that the first day of tishrei Rosh Hashanah for years. What's what's the relevance of that? Dating contracts. And we said before how important that is because if you predate a contract and then you're misleading the the, the lenders and you're you're telling you're misleading the buyers because the, the lender will be able to seize the field from a buyer even though the loan hasn't even taken place yet. So now we learn if it predates absolutely possible according to uh, According to Nashi, is either when you predate or even if you write the start a month before the actual loan took place. So today's date, you wrote today's date, it's still called Star Mukdim. On the other hand, Tesla holds that if you wrote today uh, the star and the loan takes place a month later, that's later, it's not a star Mukdim because the star already is famous, everyone knew about the star. Predating means that, that today is, let's say, in, in, in the month of Hezron, um, and, Hezron and I predated to Yudal Tishrei while we're standing on Yudal Cheshem. That's what predating is. But regardless, it's important to have the right date because otherwise you're deceiving the, the buyers. They're buying thinking that they're going to maintain this field and they don't even know about a loan that took place because the, the dates are all wrong. I'm a but if you delay the shtar, you wrote the shtar way after the loan, then it, it benefits the buyers. That's kosher. So we need to know the dates. And that's why Tishrei is telling you the Rishana for years. But that's a problem. Could we learn in the Mishnah that, that Nisan, is Rosh Hashanah Malachim, and we explain that it's to do with contracts because we dated to the kings. So which one is it? Says in order, but now we learned in the Mishnah. I mean, we said before my hilchas of our status. So which one is it? Is Tishrei the status or is it Nisan? So what answer like Kashik? Kan the Malki so Kan Makuzayilam. You have to say very simple. First Mishnah told me the Jewish kings they go to Nisan, and the second Mishnah told me Goyish kings they go to Tishrei. And then we had Kodesh, who was a Melakasher, so he even though he was a, that he was that he we treated him like a Jewish king until he went off the rails. So he said this is different. So therefore they're both correct. 
So what do I need of Chizit to tell me this distinction between Jewish kings and Goethe kings? But the Mishnahs clearly say so. You have two Mishnahs contradicting each other. You have no choice but to learn. The first Mishnah is talking about Jewish kings, and the second Mishnah is talking about Goethe kings. So what did Rav Chizah add? Says he more Lahodom Rav Chizah Leishanu Malki. So this only to rule is to Jewish kings. Abul Malki was on Goyish king. Metishim and you know we can't fantishay. Rav Chizah Masnitsin Asher Lashmin. Rav Chizah can come and tell you what it says right in the Mishnah. So he more says Loi. Rav Chizah Kroyas Lashmin. Rav Chizah brought us all those psukim to prove that that's the case. That's what Rav Chizah, you know, Leishanu Malachim. He brought all the different proofs. So that's the. The proof that we had that that's what Chizik came out to tell us, not so much the actual difference with you know Jewish king and the Goyish king. That you know is clear from the fact that the contradiction of the two missions we have no braider but to learn that way. Okay, says the Gemara further. You boys have another answer is no, you have a contradiction of two missions, you don't necessarily have to answer the difference between Jewish kings and Goyish kings. There's other answers, for example, Avchizda will reconcile these two missions, follow Rabzeda. What's that? Rabzeda says that he says that um, we're going to follow the opinion, we'll have an argument later in the Gemara when the world was created. Was it created the month of El or was it created the month of Tishrei? And, and it's very important to know, not just the calendar, but it's important to know how do we work out the seasons. And there's a big difference, as Long Chase explains, whether we follow the seasons as if the world was created in Nisan, or whether we follow the seasons as if the world was created in Tishrei. And, um, and when we say created, we mean, what Chase explains is, it's, it's, we know, it's a 25th day of the month, so Tishrei means 25th day of El, if it's a Nisan, it's the 25th day of Odor, and that's already counted as a full year, even though it's only five days. And um, and then if this if the seasons begin then and this and it, it's it stands out it's like a day apart from the, if it starts from Tishrei so it's very important so therefore he says here um, when it says it that our Mishnah Tishrei is 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 Rosh Hashanah Lashonim it means in order to count the seasons we follow from Tishrei because we follow the views that the world is created in Tishrei says the that for the seasons, but So therefore, he's making a big chiddush. Apart from the Mishnah, he wants you to know there's a difference between Malki Yisrael and Malki Yisrael regarding how you take the, the rain. Nachman by says, you know what it means when it says Tishrei It means Ladin. This is the time that the Abish is going to judge us. Rosh Hashanah is the time the Abish is going to judge us, and that's what we were saying. That's Rosh Hashanah. Says the Gemara. Um, <clears throat> how do you know? It says in the Pasik, Mereish is Hashem is watching us. Mereish is Hashanah, Vadach is Hashanah. The Abish is judges on Tishrei because he's watching the beginning of the year. To the end of the year, all the events of the year, beginning of the year will be judged what's going to happen at the end. the tissue, how in the world do we know that we get judged on Rosh Hashanah? How do you know it's Rosh Hashanah? Because the Gemara says, it says, you should blow when do you blow Shaifer? When do you blow Shaifer? In fact, we'll have the Gemara at the end of the Saturday that according to one opinion, we don't even know that you blow Shaifer from the Torah. The whole idea that you blow Shaifer, we know from this Pasuk. So, Tiku Bachoide Shaifer, Bakesel Yem Chagenu. What's Bakesel mean? There's different interpreted Bakesel. Bakesel means a designated time, and Bakesel can mean concealed. So, the way Rashi's understanding the Gemara is Bakesel means a time when it's concealed. 
when and so on. You should blow shayfer in the chagenu when there's a yamtiv at the time when the moon is concealed. Which yamtiv is it? That the moon is concealed. That there's a there's a time in the day the moon is hidden for 24 hours in total. There's a time of the day that the east cannot see it, and there's a time of the day the west cannot see it. So this is the first day of the month when the moon is concealed. And it says this is Rosh Hashanah. So what? I know the world gets judged. Uksim, and the pasuk continues. And the judges the the Eden, and it's a judgment for the Yaakov. So that's how we know that the Hashanah gets judged. That's what means Hashanah. That Tisha Hashanah Lashanim. That means the Eibush is going to judge the entire forthcoming year. Now, what exactly means Shachidish Miskasaba? I just told you that Rashi says that the moon is physically hidden. However, others want to say. What it means is, as Rabbein Tam says, it means actually a designated day. Yom Hakes is a day that was designated, and so on. This is a designated day for Yom Tif. But Rabbein Mishul learns, Hachidish Mishas, it doesn't mean the moon, it means Rosh Chedesh. We don't talk about Rosh Chedesh. In fact, the Torah talks and says, Mavad, Eilat Chedesh B'chotshay, on Rosh Hashanah, but doesn't mention a word about the Chattas you bring in Rosh Hashanah, and so on. So Rabbein Tam understood that Rabbein Mishul was trying to say that the month is hidden. We don't bring all the kabbanas that are due on Rosh Chodesh when it falls on Rosh Hashanah. Rabbein Tam proves you do bring all the all the all the kabbanas that are due on normal Rosh Chodesh. Rabbein Mishul said you misunderstood me, but we don't talk about it. The Torah doesn't talk about it. We don't talk about it in davening because Rosh Chodesh is, is sort of concealed. Rosh Hashanah takes over. That's what it means. It's talking about the Rosh Chodesh itself. It says, mishput, as if there's two different kinds. There's a chayk and, and there's a mishput. What's going on here? First of all, when will the Abishter go ahead and, and, and judge the Eden? In other words, and so we learn it's not two things, one thing. When when the Eden decide the new moon, when there'll be a new moon, then that's when the Abishal will judge us. So it's one thing of judgment. Tani Eden in another place. No, it's two separate judgments. who means that the Abish is judging the Eden. Ain't as well. That everyone, Tamalaimir, called that the Abish judges Al Kayakov. And therefore, everyone is judged. So why even highlight if every single person gets judged, judged and every single event gets judged already on Rosh Hashanah? First, the Abishah judges us, then he judges the rest. The king has to be judged by a court, a tribunal. And the community, first the king is, is, is uh, heard, and then they judge the rest of the people. It says the mishpat of a, of a servant and then the mishpat of the nation. My timer, why should the king be judged first? Two possible reasons. One reason is it's inappropriate to make a malka the king should stand on line wait outside. So therefore, I was covered of the king. The king is brought in first. If the, if, the, if the judges start hearing so many different stories, they start getting angry, they don't have the patience anymore. So therefore, let the king be judged first before the Abishah gets too angry. And, and let the king get judged first, so the Abishah will have more, more Rahmanas. Then the Mishnah says, that Shemitin also, the years, start from Rosh Hashanah. And how do you know that Shemitah starts from Rosh Hashanah? That you're no longer allowed to work the ground and so on. So the Pasik says, Ulishana Hashvi is the seventh year, Shabbos, Shabbos, Yeah, Lord, you should let the land 
life fellow. And it says over here, Uba Shana. So we learn now, where else does it say Shana? The Goma, Shana, Shana, Metisha. We learn from Tisha. You see, Meresh is Hashana. So therefore, we know Shemitah begins in Tisha. So the obvious question is exactly the opposite we learned yesterday. Why don't we learn from Pesach, which says also Chotche Hashana? From Nisan, it says Chotche Hashana. It says Shana as well. Maybe Nisan is when Shemitah begins. The Ligma Shana, Shana, Menisan. It says by Nisan, Rishon, Hulachem, Lachotche Hashana. And so the Gemara, Donin. Over here, it's all the way around. Here it says Shana without the word Chotche. So therefore, don in shana she'eni machadashim. We compare shana where it does not attack to it chadashim. Mishana she'eni machadashim no chadashim. But ain't don in shana she'eni machadashim. Mishana yeshi machadashim. And therefore, in this case, it is 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 more appropriate to learn. For the optimal way of learning is to learn shmita from reisha shana. The next thing is ligavlus. Yevul as well starts on uh, on Rosh Hashanah. So the Gemara Yevulus be'echad betishrei who Yevulus. You're telling me that Yevul starts that Tishrei Rosh Hashanah We know that Yevul is Yom Kippur. You have to blow the shofar and that and, and uh, brings in or heralds in the Yevul. Prior to that, there's no Yevul. Yevul is but you betishrei who the Chibut says be Yom Kippur. He says a pasuk on Yom Kippur tabiru shofar on Yom Kippur you should pray past the shofar. Who is this? Remember, we had we discussed yesterday. There's a machlekes. Is it the blowing of the shofar on your kippah that heralds in the yevul, or as soon as it comes along, it heralds in the yevul? The time we learn the kiddushim es nasachamishim shana matam leim. What does it come tell you? The fish and them are beyem kippur. It's called it says that in kippah should blow tell your shofar. Oh, I would have thought lohe miskadeshi kippur veilech. He says here, I would have thought that yem that yevul only begins in yem kippur. Tamalim of the kiddushim es nasachamishim. The entire fiftieth year is considered yevul. That the year, the 50th year, the Jubilee year, starts straight from Rosh Hashanah. And that's what our Mishnah holds. Yevul is from Rosh Hashanah. So, on the other hand, it says that you should blow the shofar and, the, and, the, and you proclaim freedom in the land and the slaves go back home. So, he says, this is how it works. It's so two stages. You can't abruptly, you know, these people have been slaves for so many years and suddenly say, goodbye, go home. It has to be a transition period. So Mereisha Shana Adiyem Kipurim Loihoyu Avodim Niftolavatein. I didn't go home yet, but neither will I mishtabdin ladinayim. They're no longer in servitude to their masters. Aloichlin Veshayisin. They eat, they drink, they party. Smeichin they party. The Atzvaseim Bereshayin. They can even want to put a crown on their head. They can put a crown on their head because they are free. Kivun Shigi and Kipurim only once Yom Kippur comes around. Talk of Bezem B'Shayfer, Bezem Blue Shayfer, Niftru Avodim. The Bataim, that's when the servants go back home. The Sodas in the fields go back to the field. So Kodab that which the Halacha Yaibul starts immediately in Rosh Hashanah and um, the, the first phase of Yaibul. So that's what our Mishnah means. What are they going to do? You should sanctify the 50 year, the entire Jubilee year. And they say Yaibul is Mitli and Kippur. So what do they do? Rabbanon Shonim Atamekadish. The e atzav kadosh chadashim. In other words, is a mitzvah to declare. Normally, months you don't have to declare anything, but it's a mitzvah to declare. I'll, I'll only to tell people what's going on. But it's a mitzvah to announce that this is the year of jubilee. That's what's at the kiddush tem, but the bezin. It's mandatory for the bezin to make a proclamation that this year is the year of jubilee. <clears throat> Well, there is a machlek, as we'll have later, whether you have to, by your shchedish, do you have to say makudish or not makudish? We have different opinions. And one opinion says you never have to. And uh, whether you see bismana, you don't see bismana, you don't have to. 
But the Jubilee, you definitely have to. Says the Gemara, Tanya Idolud, another Brice, Yevul, he says in the Brice that it is Yevul. Says Yevul, he is the 50th year and don't plant and all that kind of stuff. So Gemara says, Matam Belema, why is it telling you that to you? You should sanctify the 50th year. Yochel, I would have thought that just like it becomes Kodesh from the beginning, um, right? It starts from the beginning of the year. I would have thought, so too, it should continue. No, even though the title says Yom Kippur, but it doesn't start from Kippur, it starts earlier, it starts from Rosh Hashanah. So I would have thought that the final, the end of the year also should continue on into Yom Kippur. And, and that's I would have thought. The Alter Tama, and don't be amazed how come it goes into the 51st year all the way to Yom Kippur, because we have a general concept, which we'll learn more about tomorrow, that you add, you have, you know, you add to Yom Tov, you add to Shabbos, so you add to the seventh year. We'll see the Tishbois that you have to add a little bit. So we would have thought that the 50th year you should continue till Yom Kippur. You shouldn't turn the land and all that. So um that's what it says. Yevil he shnasachamishim. Only the 50th year is Yevil, Shnashamishim at the Makadish, he at the Makadish Achmirachwa. The 51st year is no longer considered uh Yevil. Okay, so says the Gemara Rabbanon who do not Rabbanon they say. That Yevil does not start in the 50th year. Takastachi Yom Kippur. No, it's according to Rabbi Yishmael, who says that even though the trader says Yom Kippur, I want you to bring it earlier. So therefore, has Yevil he, because then you would have thought, just like we start 10 days before Yom Kippur, so too we should continue at the end of the year till Yom Kippur again. So we need to pass a Yevil he. But the Chachamim who say that no, it starts in Kippur, no early knows we don't add anything. So why would you think you add at the end of the year? So why did the trade have to say you will he? What for? <clears throat> What's it coming to negate? So the Gemara Rabbanon Shnas Chamishim Atomoyne the Atomoyne Shnas Chamishim Vaachas. You count the fiftieth year and not the fifty-first year. That Yehuda says that the year of Jubilee is actually also the first year of the new cycle of Shemitah. In other words, every cycle is only 49 years. Because um, the 49th, um, the 50th year, which is Yehuda, is also the first year of the new cycle. So it's only 49 years. And the Rabbana say, no, no. This is separate. This is not part of the cycle. You, we do not follow Rabbi Yehuda. We have the 50th year is Yevil, and then the following year starts year number one. Um, and therefore, it comes to teach you that the come teach you, we don't follow Rabbi Yehuda. According to most, Allah like Rabbi Yehuda anyway, others disagree. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so that finishes today's Gemara. Tomorrow, we're going to learn the concept of three Moisif Mechayla Lakaidus that we just introduced over here right now. <clears throat>